Wellbeing and you would like to acknowledge many indigenous nations have long-standing relationships with the territories where York University campuses are located, which precede the establishment of York University. Our podcast is produced and recorded on the traditional territory of many indigenous nations. The area known as Tikaranto has been caretaken by the Nishnabek Nation, the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, and the Huron-Wendat. It is now home to many First Nation, Inuit, and Métis communities. We acknowledge the current treaty holders, the Mississaugas of the Credit First Nation. This territory is subject of the Dish with One Spoon Wampum Bell Covenant, an agreement to peaceably share and care for the Great Lakes region. Hey you, how stressed are you right now? Let's talk about it. You are listening to Wellbeing and You, a podcast created by students for the York University community and beyond. Each episode, we highlight a topic that is important to the YU community. We share resources and host conversations about the relationship between well-being and you. I am your host, Clifton A. Grant. I know you have a lot on your plate right now, but will you join us for this very important conversation? What year of studies are you in and what program are you in? I'm in my sixth year of English and concurrent education. Do you have a lot of experience? <laughs> I hope so. I'm in my fourth year in media, art, film. It's actually my fourth year at York, but I'm entering my first year in the teaching program. So I'm in my third year and I'm in the sociology program as well as the concurrent education program. I'm in my second year of ITBCOM, but I do engineering research on the side. I'm a fourth year computer science student. What would you say is the most stressful thing about being in university? Probably getting everything done and managing your time. I think it's part of it is doing all of your assignments on time, but also remembering that your teachers want you to pass. I think the most stressful thing is adapting to change, especially with the pandemic. Um, I'd say the most stressful thing is definitely keeping track of everything you have to do, balancing work life, social life, school life. Yeah, so overall just balancing. Oh, uh, time management, for sure. Just making sure you're not distracted and getting the, the work you got to do on time. Being able to commit to everything you've already signed up for. <laughs> it's not true. You've just been listening to the voices of the York University students that I had the pleasure of speaking to at YorkFest 2022. You'll hear more from them coming up later in this episode. So, how are you doing right now? How are you feeling? On this episode, we're talking about stress. Have you ever found yourself reading, and when you get to the bottom of the page, you realize you haven't taken anything in yet? Do you ever lose focus when you're trying to finish an assignment? Do you ever feel tension around your neck and shoulders? If you answered yes to any of those questions, we want you to know that they can be signs of stress and are connected to your overall health and well-being. If ignored, stress can have a huge impact on students' daily lives, studies, and productivity. But you are not alone. There are things we can do to reduce the impact of stress and restore balance to our lives. In this episode, I had the distinct pleasure of speaking with Marcy Campbell. Marcy is a counselor, psychotherapist, and social worker at York University. In this interview, she taught me how we can recognize the signs of stress and the ways that we can manage our stress improving our overall well-being and academic success. I really hope you can join us on this journey. A few mindful minutes can make a difference. So let's dive into our conversation with Marcy. Uh, 
ladies and gentlemen, today we have Marcy Campbell, who's a counselor and counseling supervisor for student counseling, health and well-being. It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast, Marcy. How are you doing? Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. This is my first podcast. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, yes. So wow. yeah. this is very exciting for me. So you'll always remember us. Always. Well, yeah, oh, exactly. Always, yes. yes. And you are one of our first guests So as we launched this exciting new venture. So just a, a few questions that we have for you, for Marcy, for the students and people in the uh, York University community at large. So we really want to know, you've worked with students at York for a number of years. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us some of the things that you've learned about students and their stressors in that time? Absolutely. So some of the main stressors, first of all, of course, is academic stress. You know, we have those readings, we have exams, we have coursework, especially if you're a first-year student. Now it's a whole lot of independence. Nobody's telling you you have to get this assignment done. Right, exactly. You know, you have yes. to do it. Um, then throw in COVID. Right. So you're looking at virtual classes, in-person classes. Do I need to be vaccinated? Do I not right. need to be vaccinated? Exactly, yes. All of that just weighs on you. Um, follow up by family stress. So a lot of families have expectations for their children to do well in school, to um, get certain degrees, to, you know, choose the majors that they want. So it's it's really difficult because students are starting to um, become their own person. Right. But they have their families telling them, I want you to do this. But they're like, I kind of want to do this. Right. And it, being able to tell their families that or their parents that, but also to fulfill their expectations and make their parents proud, that causes a lot of stress. And you saw also have the the independence yes. stage of your life now, right? You're yes. going into an independent stage where you're really trying to sort of grow your own wings and, and expanding her horizons. And that can also add to all the stress. Am I correct? Absolutely. I have a colleague who calls it, we're adulting. Adulting. That is right? a great word. Yes. I so, love that word, Mercy. Yes. Adulting. I yes. I love it too. Yes. You're adulting. You're adulting. And that, I've never heard that before. That, that is comes with so many stressors. Yes. Right? Yes. Financial adulting. stressors, um, independent stressors, relationship stressors, future stressors, right. career goals. You know. Wow. That's amazing. Adulting. Adulting. You, you don't mind if I use that, do you? Not at all. Okay, adulting. I stole it from my colleague, so <laughs> we'll Michael, using, I'm giving you credit. <laughs> we'll be using adulting. Yes. So something I'm personally curious about is how do I recognize myself and other people individually when we're stressed, when we have anxiety yeah. on a daily basis? Like how do I, like, you know, you'll hear a lot of times during high stress times, exam times, and things like that, people are stressed. But how do they really know that they're stressed? Yeah. So the first thing is, you know, you really want to start checking in with yourself. We, we often don't do that. We are on autopilot. We need to get through the day. We need to sit at night, all night, cramming for that exam. So we don't check in with our, our bodies, right. our thoughts, our minds. So spending that time, I you know even suggest putting it on your phone, an alarm on your phone to say, hey, stop, let's check in with myself. Right. And let's go inward. What's going on? How do I feel? Is my heart rate up? Are my shoulders up to my ears? Am I clenching? My thing is clenching my jaw. Wow, okay. And then I end up getting headaches from that. Right. And, I, and I'm and i feeling tired and I have a headache and I'm like, what's going on? And I start to massage my jaw and I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm clenching. I'm stressed. Something's going on. Okay. Tight muscles, you know, things like that you so want to check So those are alarm in. bells right there, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Um, 
other things are like if you are getting sick more often, right. you know, you're getting stressed, your immune system is just not working. It's being taxed. So you're getting sick more often, getting more colds. You're there's not a reason sleeping behind it. well. Yeah, yeah there's a reason behind it. Yeah. We attended a symposium earlier this year, and one of the things that really struck with me is the keynote speaker said, spend some time with yourself in the morning before you start a very busy day. Mm-hmm. Like, get up a little earlier yeah. and just check in with yourself. Yeah, even five minutes yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Really... Just, just to check in, sit with yourself, see what's going on, what, what you're feeling, what your body's saying to you, right. what your emotions are saying. And that can lead to a very productive day or unproductive day if you're not doing that. That's something that really struck with me. Yeah. So That's great. So York is an amazingly diverse campus. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about how stress might look or feel different across the student body among our diverse people that are on the York campus? Yeah, stress can – I mean, stress is a natural part of of a modern-day world. So we can have good stress – which can be motivating, right. get us, you know, get our goals done for the day. But when we have bad stress, that's when it consumes us. We're not able to cope and manage. Right. So, so things shuts, that kind of, down. yeah, and things that kind of come out of that are, you know, we, we have sleep disturbances. Either we're sleeping too much or not enough. We're anxious. We feel depressed. Um, again, like we have illnesses. We get colds or sickness a lot. Uh, we have headaches. Um, we have a lot of anxious thoughts that come into our minds. Right. Um, we might procrastinate. We might. That's a big one. That's a big that's one. That's a huge one. Procrastination is a huge one. You're almost sort of frozen in your own body. Yeah. We right. want to be perfect. We want to get these right. things right. And we're, yeah, we're frozen. We don't um, concentrate very well. We can't focus. Uh, we isolate ourselves. Wow. Um, We don't eat well or we eat too much, like comfort food. Uh, So, you know, unhealthy eating, too. We're not moving our bodies. We're um, just staying inside and and not connecting with anyone. Or sometimes we fall down the rabbit hole of social media. Right, exactly. Or watching YouTube. (laughs) Distractors, yes. Yes. Distractors. So that's how, how... Stress shows up with people. Someone once told me also, if you are studying Mm -hmm. or reading and not really registering the information Mm -hmm. in your cognitive brain, then you know that something is going on there, especially if you've read pages, if that makes sense. Does that make sense to you? Absolutely. That's It's kind of like you're dissociated. Right. Or, you know, you're not being mindful. Right. So you want to be present in the moment, but you have so many things going on, so so many thoughts in your head. That you you can't retain any information. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a huge warning sign. Absolutely. Especially here. And school year goes by very quickly. Mm-hmm. Right. So you definitely want to recognize it before it becomes a serious problem. For sure. So let's talk about some remedies. Let's okay. talk about some of the ways that's, uh, to resolve some of these issues. So what can students do to manage their stress levels? Like, what do you recommend? Okay. So you we've now identified it. Yes. Okay. So now we want to sort yeah. of resolve it if we can. I think the first thing that we need to think about is going back to our basic needs. Right. We need to eat healthy. Yes, we need to need. do some sleep hygiene, make sure we're sleeping well. So turning our screens off two yes. hours before we go to bed. <laughs> I love that. Yes. Yes, yes. Only using our beds for sleep and, you know, yes. fun stuff. Exactly. But, yes. um, you know, using not using it as your workstation. Right. Or your phone station. Or your phone yes. station. Yes. Yeah. We want to hydrate. We want to move our bodies connect with others, but also we want to engage in self-care. 
doing things like um, being compassionate to ourselves, uh, having being careful with social media, being careful or doing hobbies, being creative, uh, cleaning our space. Sometimes it's just nice to have a clean room or yes, a clean exactly, apartment. Exactly. I know I'm very productive when I'm organized. So organization, I think, is something that's very important, right? Yes. As opposed to disorganization yes. can cause added stress to the situation. Absolutely. Right? And I think boundaries are really important. Wow. I love a lot that of times too. we feel like we don't have permission to have boundaries. Right. But we have to say no sometimes and we yeah. have to prioritize our mental health, how we're doing, and be able to have those boundaries with people who are maybe taking too much from us or projects that are taking too much from right. us and really um, prioritizing our self-care. Right. Mm-hmm. And I know as the word that I love, ad- adultifying? Adult- yes, uh, uh, adulting. Right. Adulting, sorry. Yes. Adulting yes. is learning to say no. Absolutely. And setting those boundaries, right? Yes. And if you can just quickly talk about the importance of time management, I'm hearing coming from you too. Time management is is extremely important um, because, you know, we we just get on autopilot or we just get lost in, in thinking, okay, if I'm – if I – focus like five hours on this this studying for this exam, right. even though I'm tired and whatever else, right. and I don't prioritize other things, then we're not going to, like you said, we're not going to absorb anything. Exactly. So I exactly. often tell students, you know, staying up and doing that all-nighter, you're not going to absorb that information. Right. So you have to manage time to, to sleep, to manage time to eat, to move your body, to meet with friends, but also to study. Um, also to go to class, go to work. There's a lot of things that are going on in students' lives, right? Exactly. So it's it's really important to learn how to manage that. And in time management, to include self-care. Very powerful. That. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that gets to the overall theme of balance. Absolutely. Right? How balance, important that like, is. I just loved how you sort of threw a lot of the things are family, work, school, well-being. Exactly. Right? Your relationships. Relationships, you know, yes. Fam- family, doing something fun too also, right? Mm-hmm. Going for walks, right? So, yeah. yeah. Being out in nature. Yes, being out in yes. nature too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Especially, and, you know, even in December, January when it's, you know, uh, cold, there are days that you can actually still connect with nature. Oh, yeah. I think that that can be great times when you can go skating or yes. go sledding or, you know, make the best out of the Canadian winters. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, some of my favorite moments actually is go cross-country skiing because oh, you get to see yeah. the beauty. It is. Right? Isn't yeah. that not just breathtaking, Marcy? It's gorgeous. Yeah. I remember once taking seeds and being able to feed little chipmunks while I was oh, cross-country oh, skiing. That is great. It That's was wonderful. Yeah, it was beautiful. That is a very great idea. Just a couple more questions. Yeah. Um, what other resources are there to help students with their stress on campus? Okay. Well, Learning Skills uh, is an amazing place to go, especially for time management. They have workshops on time management. They have workshops on preparing for exams. They have workshops on uh, managing academic stress. So they're a wonderful resource in terms of, like, helping you with time management and all that kind of stuff. Uh, The Career Center is amazing to help you, you know, you can speak to career peers. You can uh, have network opportunities. Um, career development webinars, job postings. Right. There are numerous clubs and groups at York Campus. York is 
a commuter school. Yes. One of the stressors that I, I find a lot of students talk about is being unable to meet people. Right, exactly. And feeling very isolated, especially international students. Yes. So joining a club that you have interest in, right. joining a group. York International has these amazing coffee breaks where you get to meet people. They do, yes. So you want to you want to do things like that just to get yourself out and connected. And I've heard New York has like 350 clubs. Yeah, they yes. have many, many clubs. clubs yes. I was astounded by how many uh, clubs, clubs they, they have. have. Yes. Um, the York Federation of Students, okay. also YFS, YFS yes. is really helpful. They have um, this amazing project called the Good Food Box, which I never heard of, but they provide organic, fresh produce on campus at a low cost. I don't. I, I hope it's still running. Okay. They also have we'll the Wellness Center. To look out for that, yes. Yeah. Um, York Recreation, since COVID, has been providing free fitness classes. Wow. Online, I did not know virtually. that. Okay. Yes. So that's uh, amazing. They do yoga. Yoga too? too. I was just going to ask, yep. ask you about yoga. Okay. Yoga, boot camps, uh, meditations, and uh, obviously our place, Student Counseling Health and Wellbeing. Yes. We have workshops. We have trauma-informed yoga, mindful movement, sleep 101, navigating mental health resources, sexual health, relationship with social media, okay. nutrition. We also have walk-in counseling sessions. If you want like a one-off, you know, you come in and you have like a 50-minute session with a counselor, oh. you can book it the same day. That sounds very therapeutic. You can have uh, short-term ongoing therapy with the counselor, of course. We have process groups, we have support groups, and we have a skills workshop. Oh, there's skills on workshops. Stress. Okay. On yes. stress. On stress? Yes. And on our can, hot topic today. Exactly. Wow, okay. And you can access that on our website. Okay. Yeah. And you said that they can walk in. So where would they go for students so who don't know? So they go to the Bennett Center the Bennett on okay. the first floor. And uh, yeah, you just walk in or you actually um, visit our website and you can book an appointment same day. I think it opens at 845. Okay. So you can book um, either a virtual appointment or an in-person walk-in for that for that day. And that's Student Counseling Health and Wellbeing, Health and Wellbeing, right? yeah, in the Bennett Center. In the Bennett Center. Mm -hmm. S-C-H-W. I know. We had a name change. It was S-C-D. Yes. Now it's S-C-H-W. Yes. So I'm just getting used to it myself. Exactly. York well, is an acronym is an acronym university. Well, York U. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And we're Y-U, right? Yes, Y-U. Yes, Y-U. Yes, That's yeah, what exactly. I learned when I first got here. One other quick thing that just fascinates me is the importance and the highlighting of well-being since the pandemic. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things I'm really happy about is well-being is becoming a, a much more of a focus mm -hmm. of universities, institutions, the community at large. Yeah. And if you could just quickly talk about that, the, the, the highlight you've seen over the last couple of years since the pandemic, what are the benefits of the pandemic? Yeah, I think, you know, the pandemic has made us very isolated. Right. It's... Um, you know, especially students, we're kind of stuck at home with our parents, uh, with our families. It's stressful. Uh, we had to find new ways of connecting and communicating with other people. You know, we don't have a lot of opportunities to go outside and, and do, you know, all the social things that we used to do. Exactly, yes. Um, and then mental health places across you know, the province or across the country have just been inundated with people, like just, you know, not feeling like themselves because this has been so scary and so confusing. Right. 
and just so stressful. Exactly. That's how stress really connects to the well-being connection, exactly. right? Exactly. Sort of hand in hand. A lot of anxiety, right. you know, a lot of sadness, um, and a lot of people getting sick, and just that's that is overwhelming. Right. So to have wellness as a, you know, to really put it as a priority is so wonderful because, you know, you don't have a lot of services. Right. And so I guess like everything's just, there's tons and tons of wait lists. So if we start to learn how to prioritize our wellness and our self-care and we learn how to manage all of that, right. then we will, you know, be able to get through this. And the optimal word is self-care. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? As absolutely. you said, all the wait lists going on and everything like this. But if you can take care of yourself and your family members and your loved ones around you, mm-hmm. right? Especially the younger people who are still transitioning totally. right? and understanding this. So What a world yeah. for them. I exactly. mean, you are graduating high school, going to York, and you can't see anybody. You're, you're remote, you know? Yes. Or people can't go to their graduations, and exactly. What yeah. All the great life out. moments, yeah, graduations. Yeah. So it's important to to self care and wow. to yeah be aware of that. Marcy, I could talk to you all day, but I just have one more question yeah. for you. In general, what do you what do you think is important for students to know about wellness and about stress? What yeah. is what's the message you'd like to leave with with them? I would like to leave that stress is normal. It's natural. And sometimes it can become unmanageable. And that's for everyone. So I I know some students come in and they think, I'm so stressed. Why can't I handle this? Everybody else can. Right. And that's not the truth, right? Some people can't can handle certain stress but not other stress the thing is that it's normal and you're not alone okay. and there are a lot of resources out there to help you right to learn how to manage as i was saying before i have a seven-year-old son and he went he goes to school and he in kindergarten he started to learn how to regulate his emotions oh he did yes, going from the red zone of anger to the green zone of happy how do you do that you breathe you meditate we never learned that. No, we didn't. I never no. learned that. I never learned that either. So that's no. fascinating to learn. Right? But I know he's seven, but that sounds like something that's good for anybody of all ages. Exactly. Right? So starting Especially to. In, in our environment. Yeah. So, like you were saying, check in with yourself and see where you're at with stress and then implement those strategies that you've learned to try to help manage and cope. It won't be there forever. And one thing that sounds like it's very important is to recognize it in time before it's really too late. Because the school year goes by very quickly. We want everyone to be successful, Mm -hmm. not only within school, outside of school. So really that self-recognition and self-care is really important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Marcy, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. This has been a lot of fun. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And I'm hopefully our listeners definitely were educated. Yes. And uh, definitely check out all the resources that you mentioned. For sure. Please. And, and especially student counseling, health and well-being. Yes. We have to give them our plug. Yep. And most importantly, self-care. Yes, please. And my new favorite word again, Marcy, is? Adulting. Adulting. Yes, adulting <laughs> it is. We are adulting to the York U community. Enjoy adulting because it's a normal part of life. That's right. That's Marcy Campbell, everybody. Again, um, a counselor with Student Counseling and Health and Wellbeing, and it's been a pleasure talking to you today. 
What is your one tip for dealing with stress that would have helped you when you first started university? Probably trying not to focus on everything at once and just doing one thing at a time. Prioritize yourself. When you have time off from classes, I'd say have some time for yourself, take a chill day, and don't come to campus on your weekday, weekends. Making a detailed schedule. I make a schedule every week and I follow it because if I don't have a schedule, I'm a mess and I'm lost. Time blocking calendar. Make sure every half hour you have a notebook and you're actually keeping on time. It's, uh, it's a must-have for any university student. I think really making friends, people who understand you, understand your struggles, because you can really feel alienated from your teachers and your parents. You know, building that connections and talking to your TAs, talking to your teachers, saying, I can't turn this assignment on time, I have a lot of things going on, what can I do? Definitely connecting with people and building community, making friends, connecting with peers, whether it be in your program or beyond, and finding common ground so that you have someone to refer to when you need that social being. Thanks again to my fellow students for joining in on this important conversation. The more we connect, the more we will continue to learn from each other. I really want to thank our special guest today, Marcy Campbell from Student Counseling Health and Wellbeing. I really enjoyed our enlightening conversation. Thank you, Marcy, for being such a valuable resource. If you are a student at York University, you can connect with counselors like Marcy by visiting the Student Counseling Health and Wellbeing website at go.yorku.ca slash schw. On the website, you can find details for walk-in appointments, workshops, tips on improving well-being, and so much more. You can also find links to all the services Marcy mentioned in the show notes for this episode, along with more valuable information, tips, and resources. Visit our website at go.yorku.ca slash wbpodcast. Click on the episode's link and look for episode number one, Stress. This episode was co-produced by the Wellbeing NU podcast team. Our podcast coordinator is Harjat Suri. Our technical director is Karen Popel. And I am your host, Clifton A. Grant. Thank you for listening. Please remember this. Be good to yourself and be good to each other. Let's make kindness the new normal. We now leave you with more great conversation with the students at YorkFest 2022. What does well-being mean to you? I guess really just taking care of yourself and doing what you need and what's going to help you. I think well-being means being happy with just waking up in the morning and doing basic things, basic human things, like just washing my face sometimes, or even just brushing my teeth once a day. Just actually basic human needs. Well-being for me is just like hanging out with myself, hanging out with friends, and not stressing about the deals of campus and stuff. Just kind of taking the time off to enjoy myself, walk around and relax, um, and be able to just vibe and not worry about stuff. Well-being means being happy and enjoying your, your time. Yeah, just being happy and enjoying your time. Oof, that's, that's a pretty vague question. Um, means of succeeding at uh, your endeavors. Well-being is self-care in all forms. And oftentimes we think it's selfish to take time out for ourselves. And we're forced into a productive lifestyle. But sometimes it's good to be lazy and it's good to care for yourself. Put yourself and your needs first. Thank you, Ria. That was great answers. <laughs>